0: Hello, you're listening to the Equippers International Podcast. This is our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews together. We're in chapter 9. I'm going to pick up there in verse 13 and 14. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling those who have been defiled sanctify for the cleansing of the flesh... How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Well, in yesterday's episode, we talked about how important and central these verses are to the book of Hebrews. It's at this point that the writer is beginning to talk about Jesus as the perfect high priest, offering himself as the perfect sacrifice. In the greater and perfect tabernacle of God before God himself in the heavens. And how the whole theme of this book is just central in these verses. And yesterday we saw how Jesus once and for all obtained eternal redemption. And the writer is going to go on in these two verses that I just read in verses 13 and 14 to describe what we call the efficacy of Jesus's shed blood. How much more powerful the shedding of Jesus' blood was compared with the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifers. Most likely, references to the blood of goats and bulls on the Day of Atonement and also the commandment of the sacrifice of the red heifer in Numbers chapter 19, and the ashes from the burning of the red heifer. So these are direct references to the sacrificial system of the Old Testament. And the writer of Hebrews is telling us that these sacrifices were able to cleanse the flesh, they were all sacrifices that were given in order to reinstate those who had somehow been defiled by a violation of an ordinance given in the law whereby a person was unclean. And the writer says that if the blood of these animals and the ashes of the burnt heifer could cleanse the flesh, how much more does the blood of Christ cleanse our Conscience from Dead Works... Now I want to comment on a couple of things in verse 14. First of all, it's the how much more of the blood of Christ. The writer is elevating again the work of Jesus over and above anything that the law had to offer in the sacrificial system. And it's a beautiful passage where we see all three persons of the Godhead involved in Christ's sacrifice. He mentions the blood of Christ Offering himself through the eternal spirit to God the Father. And so God, Jesus, and the Spirit are all involved in this sacrifice that Christ offers when he dies on the cross. You know, There's lots of views about the atonement and about the sacrifice of Jesus. I don't have time to go into all those in one short episode. I try to keep these episodes short and a bit informational and devotional. But I just want to point out, whatever your view of what was happening on the cross, it's so critical to understand that all persons of the Godhead were involved in the atonement. God the Father, Jesus the Son, Son and the Holy Spirit. And this is a beautiful verse that brings all three members of the Godhead together at the cross. Jesus was the willing sacrifice. He laid down his life on his own fruition. And the Father accepted the sacrifice of Jesus as sufficient. And we're going to see this in the following verses that based on the covenant that the Father made with the Son, Jesus Jesus' sacrifice was enough. But the beauty of what Jesus has done is highlighted at the end of verse 14. And I want to spend a couple of minutes in commenting about being cleansed in our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Now, this is a beautiful truth. The writer's going to pick it up again in chapter 10. But it's so important for us to understand and to internalize this powerful truth that because of what Jesus has done by shedding his blood as a perfect sacrifice for sin, he has removed the barrier for us to relate intimately and personally with God. And therefore, our conscience has been cleansed from dead works. There's nothing that man has to do to perform, to earn his right, to have an audience with God. There is free and complete access to God now. So there's nothing that we have to carry about in a religious mindset set that says we have to do certain things in order to gain God's approval. And this is a powerful, powerful truth that if we will understand that we have complete and total acceptance, Paul talked about this in Romans chapter eight, when he said, there is therefore now no condemnation. We have been justified through faith by the sacrifice of Jesus. We believe that what Jesus did at the cross was enough. And that's why we boast in the cross. And so we stand with God in peace. There's nothing in our conscience that condemns us. There's nothing that says we are not enough. There's nothing that says we are not accepted. And this this is so important for us to understand and to walk in this truth to take up the beautiful benefit of what Jesus has accomplished at the cross, and to own it and to say, this is my position. This is my right now because of what Jesus has done. We know that in our relationship with God, we are righteous. We don't have to work. We don't have to perform. We can freely and lovingly serve the living God out of an intimate and personal relationship with him whereby we are completely and totally accepted. And this is what it means to be cleansed in our conscience from thinking that we have to do certain things. Jesus has purchased us and he has brought us into this beautiful perfect relationship with the Father where there is no barrier, and especially in the depths of our conscience, we can wake up every day knowing that we are accepted, we are holy, we are blameless, we are worthy because of what Jesus has done for us. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.